we don't truly have a choice until we have this awareness of what our choices are until we mm. develop a conscious awareness that mm. oh i am not my conditioned mind mm-hmm. that there's something mm-hmm. beyond there like my ability to observe my thoughts is proof of mm-hmm. that we don't need mm-hmm. science you know mm-hmm. you're the one thinking your thoughts so who's mm-hmm. the you and who's the thoughts like there's some mm-hmm. element of subject object there mm-hmm. and so when we practice that then mm-hmm. we start to have a choice it's finally here welcome to do it with dan entrepreneurial philanthropist public speaker and author creator of the beyond intention paradigm here is your host daniel mengena hello and welcome to another episode <laughs> guys i basically just <laughs> I just um, just did a quick shot. I was silent for a second. And then, Hello. <laughs> anyway, welcome to another episode of the podcast. As you know, I'm your host. Yes, you should recognize the voice. And if you don't, maybe you're not subscribed. And if you're not subscribed, now's the perfect opportunity for you to hit pause and go and do that. There's probably going to be a couple of pauses that we're going to offer you today because I'm getting to meet somebody really cool. I read the bio and all the things. I'm like, oh, you know, I can't meet the person. Um, She's already been very gracious. So she's already got loads of brownie points for being gracious. Um, why don't we just dive in? Why don't you feed us the high level teleportation, what it, platform of you? Go for it, go. And I've got a timer. <laughs> what so I cool. love most about this right now is that I have no idea where this conversation is going to go. No, it's I amazing. Neither do I. This is this is. <laughs> Yeah. I I also host a podcast with another woman. It's called Manifest It Now. Mm -hmm. But when I always I I do the intro, I'm the one, and I will just like you always start like laughing. Like I'll forget what I'm saying, or I'll make a mistake, (laughs) or we have a lot of fun together. So I Mm -hmm. I know this is going to be fun too. Um, so who who am I? My name is Jenny Gain. I'm I'm a coach, a law of attraction coach, and. Uh, I just love working with people and helping them to understand their true value, their power, their potential to create everything Mm. and anything they want in this life. I just have this like underlying belief that anything is possible. And so Mm. let's, let's live, you know, let's live life to the fullest. Let's be on purpose. Let's go after the dreams and break freaking boundaries around the world. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, of all the beliefs that one could have, believing that anything is possible, that's a half decent place to start. I think there's definitely some yumminess. There's definitely some available yumminess to that one of all the things that are available. So yeah, some more brownie points. I should, you know, I I was on my mate's podcast the other day and um, he's got the sound effect like, (laughs) and clap, clap, clap. But I was a bit jealous. So we're, we're kicking out. So as Julie, you know, moving house at the moment. And I'm getting, uh, I, I'm thinking about setting up like more of a studio because at the moment I've got the office. Yeah. But I think I want a secondary place, like a studio place where I do my podcasting and video content. And yeah. I think I'm going to get one of those sound recorder things. Sound I, want one. I want one. That sounds super fun. Can um, I ask you, what's, what sound effects should go with brownie points, do you think? Brown, oh, some sort of like ding, 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 ding. Like, ah, oh, yes. High or something, yeah. Okay, well, we're going to use that for the, this conversation. Okay. Ding, 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 right, ding. so we've got ding, 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 dings. We've got law of attraction. We've got anything being possible. 
where does somebody develop the sense of belief in infinite possibility? Where does that, does that come from? Is that, you know, do you pick it up at Walmart? Is it, you know, is it given by the gods at birth to angels sprinkle fairy dust? Like, because I'm sure, especially the world we're living in now, and I just, uh, just recorded my TED talk this weekend and uh, spoiler alert, I think it should be out by the time this is out. So yeah, so there's a, when we're closing up, you know, we speak about the fact that right now we're in a world that's crying out for change, you know, yeah. at the time of us recording on the 30th of November, there's another one of these crazy variants or whatever on the old um, COVID-19. And another whole section of the world is getting locked down. Christmas is coming and people are like, oh my God, I'm going to be like locked down again for Christmas. And, and then Jenny comes like, anything is possible. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, how do we juxtapose these two ideas? Like where, where can someone either marry that idea of infinite possibility into their life or, you know, just drink the Ginny lemonade. I didn't yeah. say Kool-Aid for obvious reasons. The Ginny lemonade where it's like, I believe, I believe I'm, I'm on, I'm on the train with you, sister. Like, yeah. Where's the I mean, answer? it's not just a, well, it can be just an instant accept that and choose that. But I think. I want to start here. Like, let's talk about how there's not just one reality in the world, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. there is not one truth out there. Mm-hmm. Even if we're mm-hmm. talking about the experience in this pandemic and, and the world asking for change, you'll have, you'll talk to one person who it was very, very um, traumatic and fearful for, and another person that it was maybe whatever and easy and going with the flow. And then another person that it was really helpful to have the space and have more time to themselves and quiet Mm, and mm. so what's true what what is real right Mm. there's not one truth that exists in this world and we as human beings are a part of creating it um Mm. i'm i'm not necessarily a believer that we control conditions but Mm. i believe we have like we are energetic beings, like human beings are energy and the core mm-hmm. of everything in this world is vibration. And so there's mm-hmm. a, there is, we have a role in, in mm-hmm. creating our experience and deciding what is true for us. So when we get mm-hmm. to this idea of, should we believe everything is possible? And like, you know, mm-hmm. um, yes, I mean, you have, you don't have to step you don't have to believe that right away. Belief is something that is developed over time and practicing of thoughts, but why not be open to it? You know, we mm-hmm. have a choice in, in this moment right now when we can say, uh, I'm open to infinite possibilities or no, I'm not. And the only mm-hmm. reason we would say, no, I'm not is because we're stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> right so so it's really it's not so much you know where's the fairy dust it's you know where's the opportunity for me to step into accepting a reality that already exists where the fairy dust is in action because i've got the choice to be yeah. in fairy dust veal or sad soppy veal so it's yeah. like, where do i want to exactly. where do i want to be it's just one choice after the other and nothing mm-hmm. happens overnight. Nothing ha- major shifts in our life and within ourselves don't happen, mm-hmm. um, you know, from one day to the next, but it's one, we can always make one choice mm-hmm. and that one choice after another will lead to a different experience guaranteed. Mm. 
It's Love funny it. that you say like fairy dust because it's like science is starting to catch up, but like everything, law of attraction is like uh, law. It's a it's a universal law, right? Like law of gravity, mm-hmm. like magnets, mm-hmm. like and quantum physics is starting to catch up to show and demonstrate these things of how when we're focused on something, the fact that we're focused on it changes the. Mm-hmm. You know, you've seen the the um, you've seen that stuff. I forget the what it's actually called. The observer the, effect. The observer effect. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it's brilliant. We have so much, we have so much power in our, in our lives to create mm-hmm. what we want. Yeah. So what you mentioned stubbornness being a thing, <laughs> right? But um, when we dive into the realm of science, and it's so funny that you went there, because this is again, you know, part and parcel of what I speak about in my TED, that there are other factors some of which we don't have a conscious relationship to that dictate which of these stories that we're stepping into. So there was a, um, did you ever watch the TV show Westworld? I don't recall it, no. Okay, so there's a TV show Westworld where, spoiler alert, basically these robots, they don't know that they're robots. They're okay. like perfectly androids that look like humans, but they're robots. And um, these robots think they're real. So they're yes. convinced that they're real. And they're playing out these yeah. scenes, these scripts that they've been given. And one of the robots finds out that they're a robot and they see that everything's scripted out for them. Yes. And it, Westworld season one, bit of violence, bit of naked boobies or whatever. But <laughs> it really brings in some questions around this whole idea of free will. And there's a reason why I'm coming here with this. So one of the makers of the show is one of the Nolan brothers. I think it's Jonathan Nolan, who was the um, the Nolan brothers who, who made the show. And he actually did the science on this, that free will, what we think is free will, is actually our a program running. 100%. Right? Yeah. So what are your thoughts on people whose program that's running is yeah. having them make the choice to not be an infinite possibility, to make the choice... To be, you know, Debbie Downer, to make the choice to be in lack instead of being in our natural state of abundance. Yeah, I love this conversation. I'm so happy you brought it up. I have just had this really new awareness. Like I had an intellectual knowing, but actually knowing it now of how I, I, you know, a little, sh- a little shy to admit this, but I used to have this idea that we, everybody always has a choice mm-hmm. and on some level that's true but Mm -hmm. we don't know what we don't know. And Mm -hmm. so until a choice becomes conscious, we're not actually making it right. Mm -hmm. We are being, we're acting from that place. We're choosing from that conditioned mind, just like you said. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we don't truly have a choice until we have this awareness of what our choices are until we Mm -hmm. develop a conscious awareness that, Mm -hmm. Oh, I am not my conditioned mind. Mm-hmm. That there's something mm-hmm. beyond there. Like my ability to observe my thoughts is proof of mm-hmm. that. We don't need mm-hmm. science. You know, mm-hmm. you're the one thinking your thoughts. So who's mm-hmm. the you and who's the thoughts? Like there's some mm-hmm. elements of subject object there. Mm-hmm. And so when we practice that, then mm-hmm. we start to have a choice, mm-hmm. right? Because we don't, mm-hmm. we don't choose pain. We're not going to choose suffering, but mm-hmm. we are constantly acting and thinking and feeling from that place because mm-hmm. of our, that conditioning. Mm-hmm. I, love yeah. that. I love that because I think 
one of the ways that people, in my experience, shy away from this kind of thinking that we're encouraging in this conversation is, yeah, but what about this? But what about, I didn't choose that. I didn't choose to be, you know, kidnapped as a child or whatever. And those yes. kids in Syria didn't choose to be in a war zone. Yes. But it also comes down to what you said before, I feel that there is the overall conditions within which we're operating. Yeah. Uh, I was speaking to a guy the other day, really cool cat, I have him on the show actually, called Lion. And um, what a cool His name. name's Lion? His name is Lion. Amazing. L-I-O-N. His name Amazing. Is Lion. Cool cat. <laughs> Uh, he does some amazing stuff with breaking limiting beliefs. And um, we're, we're talking about bringing his work into our ecosystem and my coaches referring people to him um, that are suffering with, you know, some deeper, deeper beliefs. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you know, we'll test out on you. I was like, yeah. Cool. Oh, that's cool. It's like, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get a test. Yeah. And I gave him, I said, yeah, I want to do this. He goes, that's not a limiting belief. That's just a condition. Like that's huh. life that happens. Yeah. What about this? That's not limiting belief that's just that and like I had this whole thing that oh, this has happened and he goes dude like we have a framework that's called reality and we operate within that and we may have infinite possibilities but we also have these structures and frameworks in place that hold reality together which universal law steps into yeah. so maybe stop trying to hold yourself how, how did he word it I can't remember the way he worded it but the point being Hold there yourself to what you think is possible. No, no, no. There's like these constructs that are already existing. Mm. That have got a lot of energy behind it. And I talk about this when I talk about collective agreements, which is an idea that I developed having heard some ideas from a channel called Paul Selick, who channels the guides. I don't know if you're familiar with the work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but these constructs that we're in serve a purpose. And then we have freedom within those constructs. Yeah. But one of those constructs is that there are constructs that we sit within within ourselves that get you know played with by the environment and fed back to but we have a level of choice as to what we do within the construct mm-hmm. and at different levels of consciousness which construct we even sit in yeah but much to your point we have to evolve to different levels of consciousness in order to access more of the of the playing field more of the game yeah I really think that's why we're here. Like we get to play on this physical form because we couldn't be having, you know, if you're accepting the idea that we're spirit in a body, we couldn't be having any of these reflective experiences. If we didn't have physical form, if we didn't have a body to Mm -hmm. having all to be awakening. So I really Mm -hmm. do love this concept. And I believe this is the purpose for why we're here Mm -hmm. to awaken, to become more conscious on all these different in all these different ways. And like, I don't use the word constructs, but I think I probably use a something similar in my work of like those limiting the, the places we, what we're here to kind of grow through or how we're mm-hmm. going to be awake, waking up. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Our own power and our connection. Yeah. I've got something for you. So I am, um, I co-host, there's a, a five day a week radio show, radio this is a show called Law, LOA Today, all about the law of attraction. Oh, oh you're on that. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, I'm on LOA Today on Thursdays. I'm one of the, I'm the, first, I'm one of the Thursday co-hosts. We had a couple and, interviews with um, on there. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm talking about. So, and one time I asked Walt, I was like, but Walt, what if all of this is poppycock? What if none of this is real? <laughs> um, like, what if, like, well, I love to go down the rabbit hole with it, but, yeah. but what if we pop our clogs and realize that it, 
you know, and this law of attraction stuff was real. I was like, well, how do we, where do we even get these concepts from anyway? Well, yeah. Well, you know, some channel said something, all right, so how do we know that they're not off their rocker and yeah. need medication? We don't know. How do you and know? I'm, pers- I'm personal friends with people who channel. What's the answer? I don't know. I don't, I don't think there is an answer. I, and this, again, for me, I think this is where the whole thing of infinite possibilities and the quantum mechanics of multiple dimensions comes in. Yeah. Because technically it is real and it is poppycock depending on where you're sitting from, sitting and what you're looking yeah. at. And I firmly, my personal belief is we're all experiencing reality based on the lens. And so yes. that Unless- person who believes it's... Unless you dissolve the lens. But then that's still another lens. No, it isn't. Do you not think there's truth inside you somewhere? But the truth, I'm still looking at the truth through my lens and someone else can see that same truth and see it. What if, is, is your lens, does your lens exist only on the mental level in your mind? But then here's my thing, and I see yeah. where you're going, I think, yeah. but the only place where yeah. polarity doesn't exist is back at wholeness. Yes. So as long as we're talking about separate souls, separate experiences, yeah. there's still polarity. And so there's there's going to be a counterpart view mm. because it's not going to be singular. Maybe, but I think that we can have access to the wholeness through our singularity. I don't think, I think even though we're individual, we're still connected to the whole. My, my feeling on that is it's like the ocean. We're raindrops yes. in an ocean, right? Yes. So, so H2O is H2O in different forms. So when we're yeah. physical body, we're ice. When we're back in spirit, we're steam, for example. When we're in yeah. flow, we're water. Yeah, I love that example. Like nature yeah. is so amazing to reflect 100%. our, our yeah. um, experience. But I do believe we can tap into that wholeness and we can experience it without the lens. And I think we Mm -hmm. do experience it. I think this is like very rare. Um, Mm -hmm. but I do think it's possible of course. And I think probably Mm -hmm. many people have had moments of this and those are the moments of like true joy, bliss, peace, love, Mm -hmm. those ones. And, but that it is, it's a, that experience is available to us. I think it's available, but that comes back down to infinite possibility. That's but right. My thing is, yes, I really do believe in infinite possibility. <laughs> Does possibility equate probability? Well, and who, when we look what, at our everyday cares? experiences, what do you mean? <laughs> Why does that matter? We decide what what's possible. Is, I understand, but something being possible doesn't mean it's going to happen. No, we make it happen. Wait, I don't. We. Aha. There's a, there's a thing. We're the vessel for it to happen. Wait, don't you think yeah, but, there's but like. But it still has to come to be. And yes. the coming to be depends on the probability. So for example, I'll give you yeah. an example. Yeah. I believe that it's possible. This is the one I was, I believe it's possible for a hundred thousand dollars to be on my desk. Yes. Right. The probability of that happening is contingent upon the lens through which I see reality because yes. it's going to open me up to the possibilities and the avenues through which 100,000 could show up on my desk. For example, yes. I don't believe it's probable that $100,000 is going to fall through the roof. It's possible yeah. mm-hmm. that someone could be robbing the bank next door and they were using the <laughs> thing there and it could fall and land on the desk, right? Yes. But our ability to witness something, and this is one of the things I really, really have one of the gifts I got from the work with Tony Robbins is for something to show up in physical reality, there has to be the front run mental image that projects out as what we collapse the waveform into to be physical reality. 
So there has to be a depth of belief that's, that goes to the point of me being able to mentally rehearse it. That mental rehearsal often happens at a speed so quick that we don't see it. But everything that we're witnessing is the projecting out of our conditions, the projecting out of our beliefs framed as energy that becomes form. So my belief systems I hold are going to dictate what can sharpen that thing. Yes. I can have belief in the possibility that anything can, but what will depends on the belief systems I hold and the probability that associates with them. If yes. that makes sense. Yeah, a hundred percent. What manifests in form, yes, can only come through what matches your lens. And so, yeah. And so that's why we train, we do the work to train our lens. Uh Yeah. And then for me, freedom from the matrix is like you said, dissolving the lens. Yes. But then for most of us, that only happens when we return back to completed state at the point. I don't know. I'm working on that now. And there's like, there's glimpses, there's pieces of that coming and mm-hmm. clarity and like manifesting in new ways that I haven't experienced before where it's mm-hmm. instant. Yeah, so miracles for me. Yeah. Yeah. Miracles. And yeah. I think, but I think for the majority of our experience and like really what most people are focused on and is so valuable is the mm-hmm. training of that lens. And I think what happens is it's an essential part. Like we can't skip that part right? Mm -hmm. In terms of our evolutionary progress is we uh, train the lens, learn we have power, learn we have control and choice, and we feel empowered. Mm -hmm. And all that training actually creates the space for us to manifest more and more and more Mm -hmm. and like more form. But then Mm -hmm. once once we get to a certain place, the Mm -hmm. next level is the dissolving of the lens and that next Mm -hmm. experience. And that, even that evolution that you've spoken of, for me, that's that construct, that sandpit that we're playing in, yeah. in the human experience. It's, yeah. it's gravity, it's the sun rising in the east and setting in the west, it's 365 quarter days a year, it's telomeres facilitating the ongoing okay. growth and development of our human form. These are all like the... Evolutionary impulse. And it's all the the thing that allows us to play the cosmic game. It's like the, the backdrop for the cosmic game. Yeah. Mm. We're here to play. Isn't this so fun? I love this idea that like, none of this is, is really that serious. <laughs> yeah. I would say, don't take it so seriously. None of us are getting out of this alive anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Like we get so mm. caught up in like the details of our life and we're like, okay, I'm going to die anyways. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and you don't know when that's going to happen. I know. It's like, you don't know when that's going to happen. I think Deepak Chopra, um, I'm probably going to butcher this, but he, he went to some temple where they can like tell you the point of your death or something like that. Really? The back, back waters of somewhere. I don't remember. And would I you want to know like, if, if you were going to die, would you want to know? Uh, my Asperger's brain would like that data. My Asperger's brain, that could be some use, that some useful data. I could really structure out everything to maximize. <laughs> Your mind could really dig into that one. We have 32 years, four months, and seven days, 27 hours. Okay, yeah. let's do this. Yeah. All right, let's maximize it. But where's the magic in that? But I, I, again, that's the lens. The lens, we're, we're looking at the lens of there's magic in there. Mm-hmm. Someone else will look at the lens of that's poppycock doesn't exist. And someone else will look at the lens, oh my God. I wouldn't want to know that. We yeah. all have our, our lenses until we don't, until we don't yeah. have our lenses, in which case we don't have the lenses anymore. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
<laughs> Have you ever been on a cruise? Quick. I was just on a cruise this past summer in Alaska. Did you go with um Abraham Hicks? Yeah. Did you go yeah. with Hicks? Hicks and yeah. Oh, how was that? It was I awesome. I was gonna go on one of the cruises a few years ago and then I was like, am hey, I can't be bothered. Yeah. Is it worth it? No, I really liked it. I'd never been on a week-long cruise and I love the I'd never been to like four you know, Abraham Hicks in a row, they have four workshops on the cruise. And so mm -hmm. it was kind of nice to feel that momentum build and see how it evolves other than mm -hmm. just a weekend workshop. That was, it was pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. The only, the only channel that I've gone to go and do in-person stuff with is Paul Selig. I've done, I've done some of his stuff. In I prefer, I don't know, no shade at Abraham Hicks. I, I love the emails every morning. Yeah. I've got the emails that they get every morning. But I've never really got down. I can't even listen to the YouTube videos. Yeah. I never really got down with it. But like Paul Sonic, I do. He does a weekly virtual thing. I do that. And then um, whenever we've been able to, we've gone to his in-person stuff. Um, I just group with it more. I don't know. Yeah. And well, even the channels have lenses, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. They're still coming through. And so... And that's another thing I love about this work. There's not one right way, one right teacher or, you yeah. know, it's all, it's all good. It's all amazing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, mm -hmm. I really come back to like, you know, what's right for you by how it feels in you, even yes. when it's coming through the lens, trust you, like you got to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so trusting that. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And plus Alaska was amazing. Alaska was magical. Like seeing those mountains, we're considering moving there now. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. We just love like the, they're so majestic and we really are leaning towards making this shift of just um, more space, like less of the busy, 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 do, 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 do kind of atmosphere and kind of having more space and like living to live in our life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that. I've got some friends in Alaska in Fairbanks. Yeah, we were just looking just south of there. Yeah, yeah, I've got some friends in Fairbanks. One of my best mates, Tom, he's up that way. We're meant to go out. He's got a place at Cabin in the Woods. Um, but now we've got we've got a baby now, so I don't know if that's going to work. My wife. Do they have a baby. Oh. Yeah, he turns one uh, Wednesday after next. He turns one. Wow. Love it. A little guy. Uh, I don't think Olga will really go. I don't think she can wear her heels in the woods anyway. So, <laughs> so I'm looking at um, maybe this summer. I was going to say summertime. Week. Yeah, just yeah we have a couple of friends. His name's actually Tom. <laughs> I'd love if it was the same, same. <laughs> But they're, they're saying like, come in the summer. You're going to yeah. like the summer better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, winter, I'm not really sure about that winter stuff. Yeah. 24 hours of day or 24 hours of night, one of the two. Night is winter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know about that. I keep thinking about that horror film where the, the vampires go to Alaska because then they can just stay up Get eating. Get out of there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's pivot a little bit more. So you guys have got a podcast. Um, we'll pop some links in the show notes, but talk to me. What's your podcast all about? Um, um, talk to me about it. Let's give the listeners an opportunity to hear more about the things. Yeah. Um, so it's called manifest it now. And I host it with a woman called Cassie parks and we've been mm -hmm. going, we're going on our seventh year coming up and nice. we've been doing an episode every week. We have been releasing every Sunday and we just switched to season. So 
in January will be our first season. And we're going to do a whole um, season on one subject, which for the first season is going to be money. So it's kind of like a like miniature course. Like we're going to give you um, exercises and applications, something to do every, yeah. And it really like each episode builds on the other. We have even worksheets for you because that feels fun to me. Uh, And so we did, we've talked about, we talk about everything, you know, you can go back over all the episodes, um, everything manifesting money, relationships, Mm -hmm. parenting, inspired action, businesses, everything, anything you could think Mm -hmm. of. Yeah. We have a lot of fun with it. Looking forward to hearing about that. So yeah. I'm going to see if we can't make sure that this gets out ahead of January so that people can catch the wave of the, cool. of the new season. Which yeah, really that'd cool. be awesome. And what's the work that you actually do with people in the world? So yeah. obviously you're bringing the fair dust into people's lives. and uh, <laughs> Fairy dust. <laughs> magically fairy dusting away their lenses of limitation. But you know, right. what does that look like? You know, what kind of people? I should get you to write my copy. <laughs> Yeah. It's going to magically fairy dust away your lens of liberation. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I have a couple different ways I work with people. I work with people one-on-one and also mm-hmm. I have a course called LOA skills camp and it's eight weeks and it's kind of like the introduction to all my work and you get the basics and you get the foundation and you get to really like apply law of attraction in your life. So you start to see the changes, you feel that power, you feel your confidence. And then um, beyond that, I have a couple group courses that just take that to the next level. So as we talk about this path to, you know, increasing consciousness, um, getting into really the, I call the, the second kind of course or step is your aligned life. And you're just creating a life that's aligned with who you, who you really are and what, what you're wanting. Um, and that's in a group format and it runs over nine months. So that's how I work with people. Nice. Nice. And we'll make sure we'll pop some links in the show notes. Cool. people to be able to come and hang out with you find out more about the things and just discuss more of these concepts I like the way you look at stuff there's a there's a there's a yumminess to the energy that you bring to this a playfulness and I, I think people yeah. would really be uh blessed to come and hang out with you and find out oh thanks Dan well I agree it was really fun chatting with you <laughs> <laughs> let's do this um let's play a game speaking of playfulness speaking of playfulness um I haven't decided what the game is yet because I'm making okay. it up on the spot. That's why I'm looking up to the left. I'm accessing the creative part of my brain. Okay. <laughs> if you were a vegetable, what would you be and why? Okay. I don't know why this came, but my first thing was carrot. <laughs> Did you first... know that most people say carrot? Oh, it must be coming through the lens then. Which is exactly what I wanted to see. I wanted to see the vegetable that you'd say. That is so cool. And if you do, and here's another thing. If you do, if you tell people to pick a number between one and five, most people will say four. Yep. It's really random. Like that is these... so interesting. What yeah. about one and 10? Do you, or is this? Seven. Seven. That, that's the, yeah. that is so cool. It's weird. And I think this comes into collective consciousness. And... Yes quantum entanglement and all that kind of yes. stuff but yeah yeah that's a whole that's other subject yeah that's my game cool. that's as much as i got to with the game but, but Jenny, thank you for coming to hang out with me today it's been absolutely fabulous um just kicking it with you um best place for people to go to find you uh which my website ginnygain.com g-i-n-n-y-g-a-n-e boom boom there you had it guys we're gonna pop it in the show notes but why don't you head over why don't you take your uh 
take yourself over to geniegame.com and <laughs> thank you so much dan <laughs> okay uh, so, but be sure to go and <laughs> do that check out jiddy's work and see if this is not something that you can uh, bring into your life to have some more magic more yumminess more playfulness more infinite possibility until next time guys keep dreaming with your eyes open remember you can consciously choose a more abundant joyful purpose driven life bye for now Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Do It With Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit dmpotv.com. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.